Hey, 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 what's up? It's Monday. <laughs> I am super excited, guys. Oh my goodness. So as you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, then you already know that I have been batch creating a bunch of episodes because we're now in quarter two. Like quarter one is already done. What results do you have to show for your life? <laughs> like a lot of people set goals for the whole year. Like they say, I'm going to achieve this one thing and it's going to take me 12 months to do it. But when you use a 90 day framework, you're better, you're able to hit your goals a lot quicker. And let me give you an example. Okay. In the past 90 days. So the past three months, I set a goal. Well, I actually set a a goal for the year to impact 100,000 people. And I was able to do that in my first quarter. So in within three months, I hit my goal of impacting 100,000 people. And I'm going to give you the quick rundown on what happened. I'm going to, I'm going to give share, like share the goods with you and stuff. But I'm telling you, this is, this is what happens when you have clear structure with your goals. All right, let's go. Hey, what's up? It's your girl T forever. And you are now tuned into the how to turn your goals into reality podcast. I help purpose-driven goal-getters, leaders, and big dreamers who struggle with self-discipline and procrastination to take action on their big, crazy business and lifestyle goals, all so that you can live 100% in control of your life. So you know what I mean, right? Imagine a life where you have 100% control of your time, your income, your relationships, your environment, all that good stuff, right? So this is the place where you come to learn practical strategies that'll help you to turn your goals into reality in 90 days or less. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. So I know that this show is called five things that I don't want to tell you or that I'm afraid to tell you. But I just got to share this story with you quickly because it blew my mind. Okay. So last week I was actually invited to speak to a community of people that had over 150,000 people in it. Okay. And so when I got that invitation, I was like, what? Like y'all, y'all want to interview me? Like that's crazy. Right. But I, I wasn't saying that in a way to diminish who I am and what I have to offer. It was just that I was not expecting this to happen so quickly, right? I knew that I had a goal to to impact 100,000 people. I had a plan. I knew how I wanted to go about doing it, but I wasn't expecting it to be that easy. You know what I mean? So I got the invite. I said, yes, I was able to connect with the community and just share my story and and share how a 90-day framework is able to help you to achieve your goals in the fastest possible way, especially now in 2020. But um, it was incredible. It was like hitting that goal helped me to realize that success and having people look at you a certain way or just getting things, achieving things, moving up the ladder. It, like That's what some people would call it. But just attaining success, whatever you define it as, is not motivating for me. So even when I hit my goals and and I've achieved this thing of impacting 100,000 people, I actually exceeded it. I I was able to impact over 150,000 people. But even though I've hit that goal, I don't feel like I've achieved success. Like I don't feel any different than I did before. 
I'm still happy. I'm still, I'm still sober. I'm still clear about what it is that I'm working towards. You know, like I could have easily gone down the other way and said, okay, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to, I don't need to do anything else this year. I've crushed it. 100,000 people is a lot. You know, I'm, I'm making the kind of moves that I only dreamed about doing. And I don't feel any satisfaction from that achievement. What I'm understanding now more than ever is that living your purpose, operating in your gifts and being all that God made me to be is what keeps me going. Like that's what inspires me to get to work. That's what inspires me to record these podcast episodes and to show for you guys on Instagram live and to respond to your emails and all that kind of stuff. Like it's not about fame. It's not about growing my listenership. It's not about getting paid to support you through one of my online programs or anything like that. It's just, I know that this is what I'm here to do. You know, I know that I understand the struggle that I went through to learn this framework and to become who I am. And so I know how important it is for people to have mentors and people who encourage and believe in them. And so that's, that's my mission. That's what I want to do. That's who I want to be in the world. You know, I want people to see me as their encourager, their supporter, you know, someone who's here to build them up. So when I hit my goals and I exceed my expectations, it doesn't really mean anything to me. Like it, yeah, I, I feel good in that I was able to do what I set out to do, but it doesn't, it doesn't change my identity. It doesn't make me feel more successful or more happy or anything like that. Like when I, when I achieved that last week, it was really just a sober moment. And I was like, okay, I see you, but what else, you know, what else? Your life is so much deeper. Your life is so much bigger. You're here for so much more. So what else are you going to do with your time? You know? So I just wanted to share that with you guys in case there's anyone out there who feels like when I achieve this thing, then my life will be better or then I'll have all the influence or then people will, will respect me or then I'll be successful or whatever. No, you have to embrace those things now. You have to know that you're deserving of feeling successful now. You're deserving of feeling loved now. You're deserving of being happy now, you know? So I just wanted to add that in just in case anybody was thinking, once I get that car, I'm going to feel great. Once I get an, a raise, I'm going to feel great, you know? Because the truth is, how you feel now is how you'll continue to feel. So if you're not content, you'll continue to not be content. If you are feeling rejected and ignored, you will continue to feel rejected and ignored. So it's time to address those feelings instead of trying to attain something because you think it's going to help you to feel better. And that includes relationships. Like marriage isn't going to make you feel better. Having kids isn't going to make you feel better. You know, making new friends isn't going to make you feel better. It's, it's your responsibility to make yourself feel better. You know, it's your responsibility to take care of your emotional health. So don't neglect the inner work. All right. Cool. All right. So today I am sharing with you five things that I'm afraid to tell you. And 
Like I say that like it's going to be like things that are easy to share. But guys, I'm going to be sharing very, very real heavy stuff. Okay. So if you are the kind of listener who has kids around, you know, while you listen to podcasts and stuff, this might not be the podcast. This might not be the episode that you want them to tune into because I'm really sharing stuff that I'm afraid to tell you. Okay. These aren't just petty little stuff like, oh, I'm afraid to wash my hair with shampoo that has sulfate in it because it dries out my hair. No, <laughs> this is like real stuff. All right. So there's a little, there's my little disclaimer. If, if you got to pause the episode and, and, you know, get, put the kids in the other room, do that. If you got to put on some headphones, do that. But this is going to be a very real episode. And the reason why I wanted to do this is because I feel like you guys don't really get to connect with me all the time. You know, like most of my episodes are about how to achieve your goals, you know, practical tips and strategies and, and different perspectives on goal crushing and different perspectives on life and all that kind of stuff. But I want you guys to really see my heart, get to know me and understand where I'm coming from, because you're only, you're, you're seeing the version of me now, but you don't know the version of me that was 15 you know, left without parents because my mom died and my I never knew my dad. And so I was out there like doing a bunch of crazy stuff, going to parties, doing my thing without any real parental guidance, right? I did have people looking out for me. So I wasn't completely alone out in the world, but I still had a lot more freedom than most people my age. So yeah, life was crazy. I I wasn't like I wasn't like rowdy or like promiscuous and stuff like that. But having more freedom than the average 15-year-old, the average 16-year-old, the, the average 18-year-old, I had to grow up quickly, right? So I just want to share some of my experiences with you because I really feel like it'll help you to better understand where I come from and why I'm always pushing you to become the best version of yourself, okay? But before we get into that, I almost forgot. <laughs> we have a book for this month. So I know in January, we started, I started the book club and you guys are following along. Um, and then for two months, I, I stopped doing the book club because in February, we had guests on the show and I didn't want to take away from what they were sharing. And it was also Black History Month too. So we were honoring, you know, the legacy of Black women um, in business now. And then the second March, we didn't we didn't do a we didn't have a book because we we're focusing on the mindset and like our emotional state and doing the inner work to make sure that we were ready to crush our goals. Right. So this month we are getting into there's no theme for this month, but it's going to be fun. It's good. I'm going to be sharing things with you that I've never shared with you before. I'm going to be giving you, you know, new things to think about, fresh ideas on how to crush your goals and all that kind of stuff. And what you can do is if you have a question or something that you want me to answer, send me an email or a DM on Instagram. My handle is at T-T-E-E forever, F-O-R-E-V-R underscore. Send me questions on, on um, goal setting and productivity because I have an episode coming up where you can ask me any, where I answer all of your questions related to all of these things that you're going to be asking me. Okay. And I do still have a few questions from the last time. So just send in your questions. And if, if I still, if I haven't answered it from last time, then I'm most likely going to answer it in this episode. But 
Yeah. So just make sure that they're related to goal setting and productivity. All right. So this month, the book that we're reading is Who Moved My Cheese? And this book is basically about change. And I, I thought it was the perfect book because right now in our world, we're all experiencing crazy change, right? Coronavirus has caused a lot of us to have to work from home, although I was already working from home. But I mean, what most of the world is now forced to work from home, forced to, you know, learn how to be disciplined and, and maintain their productivity levels and all that kind of stuff. And we're also forced to have to engage or, or relate to the world in a new way. Like there's lineups inside and outside of grocery stores. People are wearing masks. People are afraid. And things are just changing very, very quickly, right? So this book is very, very short. And it's just about learning how to adapt to change so that you are not left behind, okay? Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. I was going to tell you more, but just grab the book. Get it on Amazon. I'll, I'll include a link here. And it's not sponsored. I'm not affiliated at all. I'm not getting any money or anything from this. I just wanted to choose this book because it was fitting for the times that we're living in right now, all right? Cool. So the first thing that I am afraid to tell you is that most of the time when I look at myself in the mirror, I look for flaws. That's the first thing that I look for. And it wasn't until recently that I that I actually acknowledged and accepted that as true. Because before, it was just normal to me. I would get up in the morning, look at myself and say, oh, wow, under your eyes look really dark or your eyelashes don't look so long or you know, your skin looks kind of dull or just finding different kind of negative things to say to myself. Right. And it, it's it is, it's true. I was looking at myself and I was seeing those things. But why is that my normal response? Like, why is that the first thing that I say to myself? You know, when I look at myself, like even to this day, I, I'm like when I when I share this story, I'm saying, oh, I was saying that. But even to this day, when I look at myself just just this morning, I said, girl, you got to do your hair. Girl, go put some lip gloss on. Girl, grab some lotion. Your hands are dry. Girl, you need to do your nails. You know, like, why, why am I not saying I love you? You're beautiful. Look at how luscious your lips are. Look at the, the texture of your skin. Oh, my goodness. Look at how smooth your complexion is. Oh, girl, you know? Because the truth is, I am beautiful, right? But why, if I really believe that, why don't I acknowledge it as the first thing when I wake up? Like, I can acknowledge it after after I wash my face and put some lotion on and do all those things. I'm like, oh, yeah, girl, you look cute, you know? But when I first wake up in the morning, I'm like, you need to get it together. And for me, that's not cool. So because I've been doing... I like I've been focusing a lot on doing the inner work to make sure that I'm living a life of in, in alignment and that is like true to who I am and how God made me. I have really I decided to commit to loving myself in a new way. You know, I'm 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 going to close off all distractions and stop comparing myself to the people that I see on social media. And the people that I see on the internet, the people that I see on, you know, the different Netflix movies and stuff that I watch, 
And I'm just going to accept me for me. You know, I'm just going to spend more time dating myself and loving on who I am. Because the truth is, I can't change anything about the way that God made me. I can't change my features. I can't change my complexion. I can't change the shape of my nails, the shape of my nose, the shape of my lips. So might as well accept it and just love who God made me to be. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that I look at myself and I say, girl, your nose is too big because that's not what I do. I, I, I'm nitpicking at other things like the darkness under my eyes, the dryness of my lips, the fact that I'm not wearing nail polish and, you know, small things like that. But still, I think that's unacceptable. Right. And so although you guys see a confident, beautiful woman when you look at me, I don't always feel that way. And that is something that I was afraid to tell you because I didn't want to be judged. The second thing that I'm afraid to tell you is that I too struggle with procrastination and self-sabotage. <laughs> and I know this sounds crazy because I'm always telling you like, go, go work on your goals. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. Honestly, the things that I post on on Instagram and the things that I, I encourage you with are things that I encourage myself with. And that's why that's why I, I say to you, like I live and breathe this stuff. I'm constantly working on myself, constantly pushing myself to do more and to stop self-sabotaging and to stop being lazy and all that stuff. But I still struggle with it. You know, I still struggle with self-discipline. I still struggle when when I'm really, really hungry and McDonald's is just around the corner, I could go and buy like five Big Macs <laughs> and some junior chickens and some some double double cheeseburgers, right? I could. And sometimes I have done that, you know, like, let's keep it real. I have. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm always challenging myself to do better. Because I know that even though I made mistakes in the past, even though yesterday I failed, and I did things that I said I wouldn't do. And I compromised and I gave in to temptation and I settled for less and I was mediocre and I played small and yada, 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 all the things. Still in my heart, I know that there's more for me. Still in my heart, I know that I'm greater than this. Still in my heart, I know that my purpose is calling me to become better and to live up to my greatest and highest potential. So I don't give up on myself. Even when I fall short, I don't give up on myself. But I'm telling you, honestly, I don't always feel inspired. I don't always feel motivated. I don't always feel like recording these podcast episodes for you. But I do it because I know that it's a part of my purpose. I know that it's a part of what I'm here to do. This is my service to the world. This is how I'm giving back. This is me becoming the best and greatest version of myself is helping someone else to become the best and greatest version of himself. And that is what inspires me to get up and try again. You know, there's a great book by, um, by John Maxwell called Today Matters. I think it's Today Matters or Today. And in the book, he's just breaking down how no matter what happened before, if you just start today, you will achieve what it is that you are focused on achieving. So if I really want to have the number one podcast in the world and I really want to help 
a hundred people this year turn their goals into reality, then I don't need to worry about what I did yesterday or what happened during the last quarter or what happened even last week, right? Or even just an hour ago. I don't have to worry about that. I just need to focus on what I'm doing now to align myself with that goal. You know, what am I doing today, right now, in this moment, to that is gonna get me closer to achieving that the result that I want? Instead of complaining, instead of whining and blaming other people and wishing things were different and hoping and and wanting someone to come and help me or come and save me, I am responsible for creating exactly what I want. Right? It all starts today. So yeah, don't allow. And I hope that this really, really, really inspires somebody listening (laughs) because I want you to know that I'm just like you. Like truthfully, I struggle just like you. My struggle is procrastination and self-sabotage and self-discipline and all that. But and yours could look different, but we still struggle, you know? And if we can just focus on what we can do today in this moment, then we will be all right. Okay, number three. The third thing that I'm afraid to tell you is that I don't like to experience negative emotions. And you might think that, whoa, that's amazing. Like, good for you, right? I'm always optimistic. I'm always looking on the bright side, always positive and all that because because it comes naturally to me. But I started to recently think about, am I afraid of feeling these negative things? You know, because here's here's what I find is happening right now. I see something negative happening in my life. I see it. I acknowledge it. I know that it's happening. I'm not ignoring it. I'm not like trying to run away from it or anything. But I just, I choose to focus on what I'm creating and where I'm going. Because I know that what I see is only temporary. I know that what I see is not going to stay forever, right? I'm the one creating my reality. So if I don't like what I see, I can just change it. And so what I am currently doing is acknowledging it, but moving on from it. I see that I'm not allowing myself to process the emotion that I feel behind what I see. You know what I mean? Like, let's say, for example, I see that my money isn't where I want it to be. Instead of focusing on where my money is, I focus on where I want it to be. How much money do I want to make? Where do I want my savings? How much money do I want to have in my savings? How much money do I want to have in my bank? Like, in my bank account. Not in my business bank account or anywhere else, but in my personal bank account, paid as my salary, right? I focus on that instead of focusing on on what is. But when I do that, I'm ignoring the feeling of fear that's coming up for me right now in this moment, or the feelings of anxiety or worry or stress. You know what I'm saying? I don't give any room for those emotions to well up in me. Because I'm so focused on doing the next thing, moving my life forward, right? And before, I used to actually address these things. I used to journal about it, okay? Right now, I'm feeling upset. Why, T, why are you upset? And I'll journal it all out and get to the root of it and then squash it and move on. But now, because I'm so busy or because I tell myself the story that I'm so busy and I have so much going on, I barely have time to breathe. I don't really take time to open up my emotions and really dig deep and connect with 
those feel the neg any negative feelings. So yeah, that's that's been a challenge for me. That's been a challenge for me. And I wanna get back to, you know, being connected to my emotions and actually working through the things that I see in my life. But I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm afraid of sadness or afraid of like negative emotions, you know, but that's not healthy. Right. I'll definitely update you guys and let you know how I'm I'm doing with this. But. Yeah, right now, my plan is to just to go back to journaling about the negative things that I feel and actually working through them, not trying to bury them, not trying to ignore them but actually processing them and allowing them to be what they are, you know, not sitting in it for hours or days, but just, you know, spending five minutes uncovering exactly what this feeling is and why it's there. Right. That's healthy. All right. So number four, it's a fourth reason thing that I'm afraid to tell you is that I'm afraid of offending people by being myself and you might think that like that's crazy and no way like I'm so confident I'm so out there I'm so strong but in the back of my mind I'm always like am I too loud am I too bubbly am I too energetic for them am I too enthusiastic like you know maybe I should tone it down a bit maybe I should calm down maybe I should you know not be as expressive right but then when those thoughts come up I'm like nah this is who I am. This is how God made me to be. And I'm not going to change. And the reason why I, I affirm myself in that way is because a lot of people that I work with and even friends will tell me like, girl, your enthusiasm is so contagious. I love your personality. I love how fiery you are. I love how passionate you are and all that. But even still with all of this encouragement, sometimes like, if I'm honest, 100%, I'm telling you guys the truth. Sometimes I feel like I'm standing out too much. And I don't want to, I don't want to stand out too much. Like, it's like that thing, like, where we all know that we're light. We know that we have something unique about us and something special that sets us apart. But still, we're, we're afraid to step into our greatness. We're afraid to shine because, I, I don't know, for me, I'm afraid to shine because I feel like I'll, I'll be offending people if I shine too brightly, if I'm too unique or too special, if I'm too loud and too enthusiastic, if I'm too full of energy and too bubbly, then people will think that, you know, I'm rude or they'll think that I'm full of myself or they'll think that, I don't know, I'm trying to impress them or something. And so I'm afraid. I'm afraid of offending people by being who I am. And so I pretend to be quiet. I pretend to be not as excited as I truly am. I, I just hide my feelings because I don't want people to misjudge and think that I'm trying to get the spotlight or something, you know? And really, when I, when I really, really think about it and I, I try to get to the root of this, I think that my real fear here with this is the fear of success. Because I don't want people to think that I think that I'm better than them. I don't want people to think, and this is why I self-sabotage. This is why I procrastinate. This is why, like, this is the reason why I'm afraid of progress happening in my life. I don't want my friends and family to think that because I've hit a certain level, 
I now am in a different category and I'm, I think that I'm too good for them or something. You know, I know that they probably, probably wouldn't think that because I don't chill with people who think like that, but I'm just sharing my heart with you guys here and just being totally honest. I really, I'm learning slowly day by day. I'm learning how to be comfortable, like truly comfortable in my own skin. I'm learning how to be comfortable living my purpose and being all that God made me to be. And it's not an easy journey, guys. This is, I make it look easy. Like I make it, I, sometimes I feel like when I'm posting on IG stories and stuff, you guys think that I don't have fear and I don't feel, you know, weird. <laughs> Cause like, although I'm very outgoing and I'm, this is fun for me being on Instagram and all this stuff, growing a business and everything that I do. It's all fun to me. I enjoy doing it. But that doesn't mean that I don't feel like that it's not new to me and that it's not challenging me to grow, you know, because it really is. It really is. This whole thing is 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 a growth journey for me. I'm learning how to speak up. I'm learning how to love my voice, how to appreciate what I have to say. I'm learning that my voice matters. I'm learning that my uniqueness is is adding flavor to the world. I'm learning that my personality is necessary, that people need this. You know, God didn't, I'm not a mistake. The way that, that I, I speak, the way that I feel, the way that I express myself is not, is not something that I should be ashamed of. It's not something that I should, that I should feel I, to dim down or anything like that. But the truth is that I do think that it is there. And now that I'm talking about it, I think maybe there's a bit of insecurity there too. I'm insecure and I want to be accepted just as much as anyone else. I want people to look at me and say, wow, she's normal. She fits in. I don't want to stand out like a sore thumb. I don't want to be the loud, crazy one in the group that's always enthusiastic and always fiery. But like, truthfully, that is my personality. That's, that's, how I am. I'm, I'm excited all the time. <laughs> I'm high energy all the time. I, I love being silly. I love being loud and like having fun. I don't do it to annoy. I don't do it to get attention or anything. It's just truly, this is, this is how I express myself. Right. And I know like this, I'm kind of bunny trailing here, but I know that some, sometimes we have negative personality traits and negative things about us that are actually hurting other people and those things we have to change like nagging and complaining and being critical and judgmental and all that we got to change those things but when it comes to being a loving person and being expressive and being excited those things aren't hurting anyone so that's why I say I don't want to change it for anyone but that doesn't mean that I don't feel insecure about it sometimes you know all right so the last thing that I'm going to share and that I am afraid to share with you is something that is, it's very sensitive. So again, if you have kids here, you're going to want to put them in the other room or grab some, some headphones so that we grown folks can talk. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here we go. So uh, the fifth thing that I'm afraid to tell you is that I was actually molested when I was a kid. 
And I know this is not something that we talk about often um, in society, but especially here on my podcast. But I really want to use this platform to bring awareness to things that are real, things that are actually happening in our lives that we have to deal with as we pursue our goals and as we become who we're meant to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to, to share about that, but um, that is something that I don't, I actually haven't told a lot of people. Only people who are really close to me know that, like my husband. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's necessary. I think it's necessary to talk about some of the sexual abuse and things that happen in our homes that we just sweep under the rug and we don't address. To be honest, I never told my mom. I never told anyone in my family. Mm, maybe my sister. But that's a that's a story for another time. <laughs> That's a whole nother story for another time. But I didn't I didn't share this with anybody um, because I didn't know. I didn't understand. I didn't understand. I was a kid and I knew that it was inappropriate. I knew that I felt uncomfortable. I just didn't know where to turn. Who do you tell when something like that happens to you? Right. So. I just. It felt unreal. I was like, did that really just happen? What? You know? It was just so weird. And so I just I just let it go and grew older and then I started watching Dr. Phil and seeing, you know, other people who were taken advantage of at a young age and things like that and I was like, "Whoa, that is wrong," right? And then as I got older and understood how wrong it was, that's when I I really realized like that was not okay, you know? And something that I want to say here, um, because this is my platform and I feel like a lot of us have gone through this, especially women. I want to say that when we keep these things to ourselves and when we, you know, choose to remain silent, it breaks something in us. Like we don't realize it at the time, but we're teaching ourselves that, this is how you deal with problems. This is how you deal with being mistreated. This is, this is how you do it. When somebody mistreats you, you sweep it under the rug and you just go on with your life. You don't address it. You don't address them. You don't bring it out into the light. You don't work through the issue. You just sweep it under the rug and move on. And that's how you lose self-respect. That's how you lose self-integrity. That's how you lose passion in your life. You know what I mean? If you tell yourself, and this, I did this as a kid, I did not know better, right? So most of us, when these things happen, it happened when we were vulnerable. It happened when we were trusting people to take care of us, right? So we don't know better. So we just when we teach ourselves to brush it off and just move on, we're that that's how we learn to manage mistreatment for the rest of our life until we break that cycle, right? And that's what 
sharing my story with people has done for me. It's helped me to learn how to use my voice in a powerful way. It's helped me to learn that I can state my truth without being disrespectful and dishonoring. It's helped me to learn that my life matters. You know, my story matters. I matter. And what happened to me and maybe to you is not okay. So, yeah, I hope that you found comfort in this. Oh man, I wish you could see me right now. I am here recording in my car and my eyes are starting to tear up because I know that I'm not the only one who's gone through this. Um, and I just want you to know if you've experienced molestation or any kind of sexual abuse at any age, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter if you were a kid or not. It doesn't matter. If you knew it was wrong or not, it just, it doesn't matter. If you experienced any type of sexual abuse, I want you to know that you're not alone. And what happened to you is not okay. It's not okay. And if you haven't spoken to anyone about it, I would encourage you to find someone, someone that you trust. And just open up. Just tell the truth. Just just let it like put it out there this happened to me and it was inappropriate and I felt violated and since then I learned or I taught myself that being quiet and sweeping things under the rug is the way that you deal with these kind of issues but today I want to break that silence today I want to break that habit today I want to be free from that experience. Will you hold me accountable? Will you help me through this process? That's all you have to say. And I'm sure that whoever you share that with will lovingly support you in your journey to freedom. So I hope that this helped. I hope that you feel even more inspired and uplifted. And um yeah, if you want to reach out to me, you can send me a DM um, on Instagram. My handle is at T-T-E-E forever, F-O-R-E-V-R underscore. And yeah, like I'm here to support you. I'm here. Um, if you want any, if you want to talk even, I'm here, you know. So yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast and for supporting me. And I just pray that you would continue to find um, comfort during this crazy time with the coronavirus, and I pray that you would just begin to do the inner work, just begin to um, release yourself from cycles and things that you've done in the past that are not productive and are not leading you to where you're meant to be. I I pray that you would free yourself from destructive thought patterns and people in your life who disrespect you and have no appreciation for the special gift that you are. If you are a longtime listener of this show, then I want you to go over to iTunes and leave a review about how this show blesses your life. Like, why do you listen to this podcast? Um, why are you a part of this community? You know, what are your biggest takeaways from all of the episodes that you've listened to so far and 
you know, even leave um, podcast ideas. Like, what do you want to talk about? How can I better serve you? You know, so hit me up. Let me know. Leave a review on iTunes and I will check them out. All right. Thank you so much for kicking it with me. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to continue this party, then meet me over on the gram. Okay. My handle is at T-E-E forever, F-O-R-E-V-R underscore. And that's chill. All right. Talk to you soon.